You're listening to Our Two Cents with the team from SGL Financial, building wealth for life. Steve Lewitt is the president of SGL Financial and Gabriel Lewitt is the CEO. They're here to discuss all the latest in financial news, trends, strategies, and more. All right, welcome everybody. Good morning. This is Gabriel Lewitt, Steve Lewitt here, and Trent Martin is joining us here. Uh, welcome back. Actually, it's been a little bit of a break since our last podcast, and there's a very interesting and cool reason for that. That's because uh, as of this show here, we have decided to relaunch our podcast format, and we're really excited because we've got a brand new show for you. It's uh, revamped, re-edited here for 2019. We're really excited about it. And of course, uh, the the new focus that we're going to talk about here is um, we think that things are going to be more interesting for you. So we're going to focus on having a little little more fun on this show here, right, Trent? That's right. Right, Looking Steve. Looking forward to it. excited. You though. know what, Gabriel? I don't believe in fun. <laughs> I, I want serious conversation. Right. And that's it. Well, we can be as serious as we want to be, or as fun as we want to be. That's that's kind of the uh, the goal of our new show here today. And what we're going to talk mostly about is is current news, right? Talking points that are interesting, headlines, things that you're going to be really interested in hearing about, some local news. Uh, so again, we're really excited about this new format, and uh, that's what we're going to dive in here today, guys. So I don't know if you're ready. Uh, I got my snow boots uh, off and my work shoes back on here. Boy, minus 40 degrees. <laughs> Unbelievable. 8,000 yeah. flights canceled out of local airports. Just, eight, just 8,000? Just, just 8,000. Well, that's good. I mean... Could have been nine thousand. Could have been nine thousand. I don't know about you guys, but I have frost on the inside of my windows. So it's like, wow! I need, um, I need I, new windows. I need new windows. I can beat you on that. The inside of my microwave had frost in it. You should bring it in from the outside. <laughs> uh, I think there's an insulation issue in my kitchen actually that I need to get checked out. Yeah, let's make sure. You but get I'm gonna wait till it's warmer out. before we do that. Yeah. So I wonder on my my electric bill, you know what this is gonna cost me. Just a couple bucks more. Just a couple? Just a couple. Okay. Well, you guys are business owners. I read something, too, that said local businesses cost them over a billion dollars in lost revenues based on people closing and employees not being able to make it to work. Like, their car got broke down like somebody else maybe we know here. Somebody here, yeah, yeah wasn't able to sorry, make it guys. to work on that day. Mm-hmm. I contributed to the $1 billion. <laughs> sorry, boys. Well, we'll, take it out. we'll take it out of your paycheck. Somebody we'll here. I wonder who that was. I tried yeah. my best. I swear I did. Oh, man. Okay. I can't believe how cold it was. And anyways, it's pretty cool because it's going to get back up now, I think, to 45 or 50 degrees even this Sunday, which is something like a 100-point uh, or 100-degree swing. Unbelievable. That's pretty cool. So hopefully it all melts and, uh, and goes away. Speaking of swings, Gabriel, do you know the S&P in the history has eight, had 8,000-point swings? In a, mm. And guess how many of those were in 2018? Uh, I, I know the answer, so for me to guess, I think would be an unfair guess. Maybe Trent should guess here. I think I know the answer, too. <laughs> Everybody here knows the answer. One, yeah. two, three. Uh, well, it happened to be five. Five. It happened to be yes, five. Mm-hmm. Five of them. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Last year was an interesting ride. We'll, we'll maybe talk a little bit about that here. Um, but before we dive into you know some of the news articles here that we've compiled for today's show, uh, the one that jumped out at me the most that we want to talk about here, kind of our feature, is a little bit... Uh, timely because finally the IRS is back in office and working thanks to the end of the uh, shutdown at least temporarily and so taxes and tax preparation is back on the minds of millions and millions of Americans and uh, many of our listeners out there you might be starting to think about uh, filing your taxes this year and all all the fun things that you're going to do with that money that you get back 
Uh, there's just one problem. You may not get back the money if you get scammed. <laughs> yeah, that would be, uh, that's a big, big problem with identity theft and everything out there. So Yeah, so, you know, you don't want to get scammed. And I don't know about you, if uh, if you're anything like me or our office here, we get scammed or potential scammed by emails and phone calls, you know, all the time. And so it's something in today's world, I mean, it's just crazy. You just have to be watching out for it because there's so many guys out there. And I don't know, who are these scammers just sitting in their uh, their basement? just uh sending out emails or yeah, something it, I, don't, I don't know it's amazing you know my i've had phone calls from people threatening to be the irs saying hey we're going to deport you or we're going to arrest you or do yeah. all these if you don't pay this unpaid tax bill uh, and i'm going uh, i don't even <laughs> don't have an unpaid tax but i always pay my tax oh there are more devious ones that say you know we have a refund for you because you've been such a good taxpayer yeah. So we're going to send you some money. Just give us all your information so we can get it through your bank account. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Sure, I'll send you all my information. No problem. Well, well, that's the problem, right? Because they're 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 looking legitimate. They're looking official. They they even you know they do what's called spoofing. They they make their emails look like it's coming from a government actual government agency. And unfortunately, a lot of uh, Americans fall victim to these scams. And, uh, you know, you're, you're at this point where you're really excited about getting your refunds. You're, you've got a vacation plan you're going to take. You know, what happens if you get scammed and you lose all that money? What right. do you even do? Right. I'm right. planning on, you know, maybe using a refund to update my house or something if that got taken Aren't you, away. You are updating Yeah, I'm going to do my kitchen this year with maybe <laughs> some of that. Isn't refunds. your wall half knocked down it's, right now? It's about to start February 11th. So. But, Gabe, yeah. hey, my question to you is, hey, what can we do? What can um, we do to guard against these scams? Well, um, you, you have to have a lot of uh, actually just smarts about you. It's kind of like, you know, uh, you know, street smarts. You know, if you're in a city, you know, at night, you know, you have street smarts. you got to have uh, scam smarts. Maybe we just trademarked that or something. That's good. Uh, scam smarts here because you have to know what to look out for. And if you can be informed and educated and know what to look out for, you're going to actually be able to catch these things. And so, I mean, the, the golden rule is don't give out your information. And any information. Any information basically to anybody. I would even say, too, I mean, it might make sense this year to file early, get it done early so that the IRS can't say that you filed multiple tax returns. You know which one's yours. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe use some protection software if you have to or, yeah, or don't carry your information with you typically if somebody is calling you asking for all your information uh, a safeguard you can do is uh, is don't answer that person but go on to the main real website call the actual number and then ask if they were asking for your information uh, because sometimes of course if it's a scammer calling you and then you call the real site they're gonna say no we we don't need anything from you all right, you're good. So, so those are some of the things that you can do. But you gotta, you gotta be careful. It's uh, a lot of, a lot of mean, mean, uh, mean guys out there trying to steal your money. It's yeah. hard. They're very convincing. Yeah, they've got a good script. They've done this thousands and thousands of times with success. So I, I think just going back to that rule, you never give your information out. If someone calls you, you just don't give your information mm-hmm. out. Period. You call them back, or you call the institution back, and just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so guys, watch out for those scams. And by the way, if you're looking to do your uh, tax preparation here, uh, here at SGL, we actually do do tax preparation. Uh, I, I was the do do when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, I, I, I wouldn't go there. Yeah. Well, so we try not to go. But okay. But we do tax preparation services here at SGL Financial. And if you're interested in that, that's something. Just keep in mind. Give us a call or go to our website. You can see all about the services and the pricing there. Um, it's a good time to get your taxes done, of course, and get it done early, get it out of the way, uh, get your refund in the queue there, and uh, and then have some fun with the money that you spend. Awesome. By the way, just so, uh, can I say something? You say anything, okay, you, because, anything uh, you want. If anyone wants to participate in this, I welcome your participation. But I have 
a good buddy in Nigeria who has uh, got $2 million waiting to come here oh. if I'll only send him ten grand. Oh, so, that sounds like a good deal. Yeah, he's a prince that <laughs> is uh, now a defunct prince. So, guys, when you get one of those, if it's coming from someplace like that where the English is really bad and the spelling is worse, <laughs> do not send your money. And you have a friend, Trent, that did that. We did. We had yeah. somebody that said there was somebody coming over. It was, was going to be his new wife. And oh, his new all wife, All he had right. to do was send $3,000 this way, and she'd come over with a million dollars in gold. So well, that sounds like a great deal. It was a good deal. A very good deal, except for it wasn't a good it deal. It wasn't a good deal. <laughs> she never showed up. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's uh, talk. Uh, the next one I want to talk about here, this was an interesting one here. It's actually an article uh, from, a, uh, let's see, from Next Avenue, which is a an online company here uh, related to PBS, it looks like. But what it's talking about is is retirement planning different from financial planning. And I, I think this is a very interesting distinction because lots of times, and we're, we're financial planners and retirement planners, and you'll see a bit more about what that means here. But um, there is actually a distinction between retirement planning and financial planning that a lot of people aren't really aware about. Right, guys? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that's, um, I thought it was a, brought up some pretty interesting points. So, what is the difference? You know, in my, I know I could answer, um, but what do you guys think? The difference between retirement planning and financial planning? Well, I actually don't agree with the article. Ah, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I think financial planning includes retirement planning and it includes getting to retirement hmm. planning. Well, because that's what the article is saying. It's saying financial planning is up to retirement, and the retirement I'm, planning is after retirement. Yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> financial <laughs> planning is important. Well, here's the point, I think, Gabriel, is that you've got to know what stage of life you're in. Mm -hmm. If you're in prior to retirement, you have different focus of accumulating assets, of gathering assets, making them grow, paying for college, paying for all the things, new houses or whatever it is you're buying. It's an accumulation going, going stage. Going to Las Vegas. Going to Las Vegas, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just sending money to Nigeria. You got to get the priorities straight. Yeah. And then you move into the what we call the decumulation stage, mm -hmm. which is a different stage, but they both require, in my mind, uh, financial planning. Yeah. I, I will tend to agree with you. I think they're both um, parts of financial planning. The way we define it, financial planning includes retirement planning if you're in your retirement stages or, or prepping for retirement. Um, but I, I do think it's good if you're out there thinking about what stage that you're in, um, because what this article was talking about is how there's much different focuses between those two different aspects or different um, parts of your financial planning, right? So what's that focus if you're before retirement? What are you really trying to do? You I mean, you're really just, I mean, we're trying to get to a certain number, right? You're trying to get your your plan in place to make sure that you've accumulated enough assets so that it does support you for retirement. Mm -hmm. You know, and then they talk about switching, right, from from financial planning to retirement planning, which then focuses a little more on your expenses, a little more on the detail of how to cover those expenses because there is no more paycheck. Yeah. And that's and that's the main difference in the, the Well, that's, that's the hard part when it you is. lose the paycheck, right? Um, I mean, some of the we're going to maybe even switch gears here. We're going to talk about the uh, the shutdown here, but a lot of uh, a lot of people lost their paycheck and they weren't retired. They were not <laughs> for a couple uh, for a couple weeks there, and that's hard, right? So you think about how much you uh, you've gotten used to that paycheck coming in every other week, you know, for thirty or forty years that you've been working, and then all of a sudden that's gone. 
right? There's a big shift there into well, retirement mode. Yeah, it's a mind shift. A huge shift. It's a mind shift. And what's interesting is most, Gabriel and Trent, most people we see come in for retirement planning, but their mindset is still in accumulation. The first thing they want to talk to us about is how do you, how are you going to make my money grow? Yeah. Where the first question should be is, how, how does my money support me for the rest of my life? Yeah, everyone's you know? so focused on growth because that's all you cared about before you were retiring, yeah. right? you you got to save and grow your money. And it was all about what we say, ROI, return on investment. And that's the number one focus. And I was actually just writing a blog post today that's going to go out next week uh, that just talks about how, you know, there's different priorities that you have right you know and depending on what those priorities are that's going to determine what you should be invested in that's the same in your retirement planning if you're thinking about retirement and it's obviously the same if you're you know even 30 years old you know now when you're 30 you should be absolutely focused on growth when you're 70 dad like you were saying the uh the income might be a little bit more important well as soon as a check turns off when people retire nobody is prepared for that moment yeah. They, yeah. it kind of hits them like oh, <laughs> oh, man. oh where's man. where's my check well you got to get it out of your yeah. own assets now make your own check pay pay yourself make it yeah. as big as you want as small <laughs> as small as you want right i would say this too that uh you know as we've met people over the over the last little bit as well as one of the things we notice is that whether it's a financial plan or a retirement plan it's so important just to have quote a plan yeah you know you've got no no one comes in with an actual plan so i think if if you're ready to 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 make that move or make that shift you know, it's so valuable to get somebody's opinion and to get a plan done to help you avoid any mistakes or yeah. anything like that. Absolutely. But going back to the shutdown, can you imagine these folks? You know, most folks, are, unfortunately, in America, live in check to check. You know, if they don't get their check, they can't pay the rent. They can't buy food. They can't. So this shutdown... Uh, what what did the what did we read? Eleven billion dollars. Uh, yeah, it cost uh, it cost the economy eleven billion with a B. Uh, eleven billion dollars. Billion. Billion. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of money. Oh. You think yeah. so, uh, so? This this shutdown had tremendous impact uh, financially, and I think more so psychologically. It, it really created a lot of uh, emotional turmoil for these families, for, uh, you know, how the government supports us and doesn't support us. You know, we don't get into politics here, but we do know a shutdown affects everybody, and it's it's not a great thing. Yeah, and, and what what it says here is, I mean, $11 billion, and they say some of it will be recouped, and that right, was basically right. because, uh, and there's, a, there's always the cause and effect here, but you had people that were out of work, and when you're out of work and you're not getting a paycheck, what don't you do? Yeah, you don't buy anything. You don't buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't buy anything, uh, that doesn't put any money back into the economy. So so that's that uh, trickle effect. And they say, you know, once people get their back pay, it's going to help um, recover a little bit. But that was some of the challenge here. And, again, this was the longest government shutdown in history. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and they said that that number didn't even take into account things like, um, you know, the access to loans and the ability for th- people to be able to get money federally. And, and so there's that could even be lower than, than what the actual number ends up being. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So hopefully this shutdown is uh, is done for good here. We'll, we'll, we'll all knock on wood here and hope the government fixes, fixes that because nobody should be without a paycheck here. Uh, although, uh, you know, it's, it's always funny that the workers don't get the paychecks, but the uh, – the senators and everybody do so that's that's kind of not so so uh, so during the shutdown if you if you looked at the uh, consumer confidence levels 
So there's two levels. There's a consumer confidence today, and then there's a consumer expectation level. So during the shutdown, consumer confidence was going down today, but consumer expectations in the future Mm -hmm. were going way down. Uh, Now, that came back a little bit in January, but consumption, uh, consumer buying is 68% of the gross domestic product. And when that suffers, then the economy starts to go into recession. So I'm not saying that's going to happen, but those are the linkages that yeah. we got to be watch out. Yeah, absolutely. So so one of the things that these uh, workers had to do, they had to be cautious with their with their money. And that's something that really can apply to all of us. So so let's talk a little bit about that. This uh, this article from CNBC that just came out talking about budget tricks here in 2019. Make the most of the money that you do have. Uh, wouldn't it be great if we just had a unlimited money be unbelievable right <laughs> we could just spend it on whatever we want to and go on all the the vacations and the yachts and you know that would be pretty neat but unfortunately uh i don't have any yachts no me uh, yeah, me neither they say they said that uh you know the good news is that in 2019 you know if you if you want to uh make your money work more for you the good news is you don't have to make more the bad news is you do have to budget so you mean budget spend, spend less you, yeah we have to budget d- budget that word <laughs> budget that <laughs> word oh I love guys. I love budgeting. Yeah, I bet you do. I actually really do. <laughs> I personally actually really enjoy budgeting. That's one out of three. Yeah, that's uh, one out of three is right. Yeah. Well, I well I know actually most Americans don't like budgeting and they don't like spending less. Um, they if judge on the Starbucks line I pass by every morning. I don't normally go in the Starbucks line every morning. Uh, many people do enjoy their uh, their spending. Um, so, you know, budgeting, one of those things, right? How do we spend less? You know, just a couple quick tips here. Um, you know, there's lots of things you can do. Um, I would say the first thing, jokingly, uh, all joking aside here, is to have your budget. And, of course, that means taking a couple hours out of your Saturday or Sunday and sitting down with a good cup of coffee and uh, your Excel spreadsheet or a piece of paper. Is that a Starbucks coffee or um, does it have to be less expensive? It could be Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, to, you right. know, okay. Save a dollar on your coffee Just there. checking. I think a dollar every day hey. from Dunkin' Donuts to Starbucks is uh, $30 a month. That's $360 a year. That's a lot. Yeah, you do like to budget. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So sit down and and what you do is you got to jot down what you uh, what you spend. You got to you got to actually track what you spend. And there's actually lots of software tools that you can use to make this easier. If you do dislike it, uh, you can try to make it a little bit more fun using some of these technology tools that'll like track your credit card purchases and things like that. But, yeah, that's one of the first tips there. And this article actually has seven tips total for you. Yeah, so I'm going to give a plug for Mint.com, which I think is the best budgeting. It's what I use. I actually have a budget. But it's what I use. It tracks everything, money in, money out. It sends me warnings when I've overspent. And if I run low in a month, it actually sends me money. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't quite do that. Well, that would be a nice budgeting tool. I Mm -hmm. would like that one. Sure. Uh, Well, well, just some quick hits here. Okay, some other options that you have is, uh, number one, identify purchases in the past that you've regretted, right? So if you realize last year, oh, man, I went out and bought that uh, that really, you know, great new – Driver, Trent, you're a, you're a golfer, right? You That's bought right. a new driver, let's say. Every year, but I don't regret it. Oh, well, well maybe it actually <laughs> made you better. But let's say you went out and bought that new driver, and it, and it really didn't help your golf game, and you're saying, you know, I didn't need to spend that. What do they even cost, Trent? Like dollars $500? $600. $600, right? You know, so go back and look at the things you bought. And if, if for anything you bought, or it could be a new toaster, 
Uh, it could be a new, uh, I don't know, whatever, vacuum cleaner. I'm, I'm thinking about house cleaning or supplies for right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, but, you know, maybe a new pair of mittens here for the, uh, for the, for the snow. But or whatever, the whatever it is about that a new pair of shoes. Or shoes, you know, clothes, yeah. yeah. You know, if, if you look back and say, well, I really could have done without that thing. Uh, that can give you some insight into your spending habits for future uh, for future years here, and you can maybe avoid buying those same things going forward because you realize you really didn't need it. So that's that's one of your options. What I like to do is uh, when I'm going to make a big expense, like uh, I was looking at uh, counter ovens. You know, the, what do you call those oven counter ovens? Um, mm. Where you where you toaster ovens? So, toaster oven, but <laughs> okay. but they do everything. Account, what's the counter oven? Well, you stick it on the, the counter, counter and it toasts and it mm. bakes and it uh, microwaves. And it does everything. Mm. Every five minutes gives you a finger massage. Every, everything that you can nice. expect. <laughs> you know they're quite expensive, and so what I do in those cases when I'm looking at that, I say, okay, I really want to buy this, but what can't? What is this costing me in something else? Mm-hmm. In other words, I put it up against an opportunity that I'm going to lose by buying this. And, and sometimes the opportunity I'm going to lose, I say, hey, that's really more important yep. than, than I don't buy it. Yeah, and, and guys, this applies to all ages, right? You, you don't have to be 30 and saving. You can be uh, 65, 70 and saving. You know, watch what you're spending. Or 110 like yeah. me, you yeah. know. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> you look good for 110. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so a couple things here. Let's talk about a few other topics here on today's show, and then we're going we're gonna to call it a wrap. See, the one I want to talk about here is, uh, you know, something that's timely. How do you rebalance your retirement accounts? Mm. And what is, what is rebalancing? Okay, and a lot of our clients come to us, and uh, we do their rebalancing for them, so they don't even have to worry about it. But if you're out there, rebalancing is something very, very important, and it's a good time to be doing it right now because, and we talked about a little earlier, just of how volatile the market was last year. So what that does is when things go a little crazy, whether it's big gains or big drops, your portfolio, if you had a certain style that you were trying to, to manage it, you know, say seventy uh, percent stocks, thirty percent bonds. All of a sudden, that might be sixty percent stocks, forty uh, percent bonds, depending on how things have performed. Because stocks go up in value, and it, or they went down in or, value, or down in value, yeah. but it changes the proportion. Correct inside right. the portfolio. So if you just completely ignore your portfolio over time, that seventy percent stocks could could actually turn into ninety percent stocks. And all of a sudden, you're in something far more aggressive than you intended to be. And that can happen within your 401k. It can happen in your personal investment accounts. So so with some of the market volatility, when that occurs, it's a good time to remind yourself, I should look at my portfolio and look for a rebalancing opportunity. Because what the research and the data shows is rebalancing can really add a significant amount well, to yeah, your long-term well, investment returns. Uh, up to a percentage point extra growth by rebalancing. Potentially, yeah, depending on exactly when and how you do it. You know what's cool? You know what's cool about rebalancing? What? What everybody in we're taught, right? You got to buy low and sell high. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what rebalancing does. Stocks go up in value. They're out of proportion. They're high. Your bonds are low. So now you're rebalanced. What are you doing? You're selling it high and buying it low. And you keep rebalancing. That's why it's worth an extra half a point to so, a point so in we performance. So we want to buy low and sell high? Uh, I learned that somewhere. <laughs> is, is it? That's, that's important, right? It's super important. Yeah, You except, don't want to do it the opposite. Except there's no. one problem. <laughs> if you're not doing it in a rebalancing mode inside a well-diversified portfolio mm-hmm. and you're trying to time the market, yeah. all the research says you can't. Yeah. So rebalancing, guys, isn't timing. 
Very important. Very important. Yeah. It's not timing. It's saying it's a strategic move that you do diligently and with discipline. It's going to allow you to get better results long term from your investments and not take too much risk. It's going to stay in line with where you yeah, want to be. Yeah, big problems people that are doing it themselves don't obviously yeah. have the – they might not have the wherewithal to even know to do that. Yep. So if you don't have someone professionally managing your money, it's very important yeah, to so, keep an so eye look, on that. So look stuff. at your portfolio and ask yourself, is this the – am I in the allocation I want to be? Do I need to rebalance? If you don't even know – if you still don't even know what that means, uh, call us, <laughs> right? Yeah, let's review uh, it together. And again, guys, as – you know, with this show, what's great about this new format that we're talking about here is if you got questions at any point in time, email us those, or if you see a great article you want us to talk about or you want to hear more about our thoughts you send us an email you know go on the website send us an email we'd be happy to bring up your question on the show we'll probably have uh, questions that we'll include periodically here as they come in so that's that's really a great thing about the show so uh, once again we're so excited here about this new format we're, we're glad to have you joining us i i do think we're going to have a ton more fun with this new and improved uh, version i i'm having more fun already well i hope everyone <laughs> listening is having more fun yeah exactly awesome. so um now just a couple things to wrap things up i do want to say guys the uh, chicago auto show is coming up soon yep right we talked about that so we want to include some uh, some great you know local news and information things you might be interested in i know i love cars i've always been a car guy you're in the market for a new car aren't you uh, actually in a couple months yeah, my, my lease is up. Uh, that's a whole other topic, right? Leasing versus buying. We'll get into that at some point, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, make sure you mark your calendars for that if you're interested in that. And, uh, of course, uh, enjoy this uh, summer weather we're going to get here. A heat wave. A heat wave in a couple in a couple days. So that's a pretty exciting. So And, and I, gotta, I told you I got to be serious. Of course. Folks, don't worry about Fed interest rate rises. No, we don't. They've kind of capped on that. That's a happy ending. That's a, that's a fun ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't make sure you watch those Fed interest rate hikes, right? That's well, it is it is very important actually. We'll talk more about that on a on a future show here, I'm sure, but uh, it does impact the economy and uh, can be an important thing to keep your eye on. So, good news is they're not going to raise it hopefully for the uh, for the near future here. Yeah, they're there's they're keeping a shutdown on it now. They are. Mm-hmm. So, guys out there, our listeners, uh, we appreciate you. Thanks so much. Uh, send us your questions. Let us know anything we can help. And uh, how do people uh, how do people get in touch with us? Uh, just website. Just send yeah. in a form. Yeah, email us uh, anything you like. Uh, Carrier pigeon. Do we have you a know? phone number? We do have a phone number eight four seven four nine nine three 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 zero. If you want to give us a call. Uh, otherwise, have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we'll catch you on our next show. See y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Our Two Cents with Steve and Gabriel Lewitt. For any questions about your finances, give SGL a call at 847-499-3330 or visit us on the web at sglfinancial.com and be sure to subscribe to join us on next week's episode.